It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. I'm Beckler. Bit of a shorter podcast today. I'm pretty swamped here at the station. I'm just trying to get this out before I got to take off. But uh, we're going to talk about the idea of mandatory vaccines, which is happening in Quebec. Talk a bit about that toward the end of the podcast. And we're going to talk about our our healthcare system as well and some questions that I have. We're going to talk about um, a few videos that were sent my way that are pretty funny. And an incredible medical achievement that you may have heard of and some of the implications for it. But first... The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got another Terry of the Month nominee from friend of the show, Jim. This is great. We're not even halfway through January, and we have had some strong, strong Terry candidates so far. Maybe this year is going to be 20 Terry, too. And I'm excited for it if it is. So this video comes from a small town newspaper in Colorado. So I think that's where this happened. But it's this family in a vehicle, and they're coming up on an elk standing in the middle of the road. There's this big elk, and it's it's rural. There's nobody else around. And I'll just pick up the clip from right there. Watch out, buddy. His dad's talking to the elk. He says, sorry, I talked about that. He says, you want to fight? Puts his window down, and you'll hear the elk walking around. And then dad says, you want to go, bud? You want to go, bud? And the elk says, yep. And the elk pops the family's tire. She says, hey, effing flat, my brand new tire. (laughs) So the elk did, in fact, want to go. And the craziest part is how effortless the elk makes it look. Like, he just puts his head down and goes, boop, and the tire is popped. Just like that. And when you see that, it makes you realize, you know these videos that you sometimes see from mountain towns where there's tourists and they're trying to get really close to the elk and they're even trying to pet them. Man, an elk would ruin your day. An elk ruined this family's day. I should also mention that the family's last name is Terryberry. All one word. Terryberry. You you can't make this up. So Terry, who tried to tough talk at Elk in Colorado, you are another nominee for Terry of the Month. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Friend of the show, Noah, sent me two articles on the same topic yesterday. And one was this story you may have seen about how doctors in Baltimore have successfully performed the first transplant of a pig heart into a human. So the recipient is 57 and he has terminal heart disease and he wasn't eligible for a transplant. So the doctor said, we could try a pig's heart. And the dude was like, yeah, let her buck. So they used a heart from a genetically modified pig, one of them GMO pigs. The procedure took seven hours and they don't know what his long-term chances of survival are going to be. But as of right now, he's doing well, which is like, is absolutely incredible. And if, if it works, you can imagine the possibilities that would open up for like the entire transplant process from how, you know, they're harvested and stored and just, I I know that's a real issue. So this is incredibly promising if this guy does well. And then here's the second article Noah sent me. There is some evidence, and I didn't know this, not a ton of evidence, but some that suggests an organ recipient may take on some of the sensory preferences of the donor. So in other words, like it's, it's based on the idea that, that memories can even be stored at the cellular level. So if you get an organ from someone, you might also get some of their preferences for you know, some of their taste in music. There's evidence to show maybe even like 
You'll crave the foods that they enjoyed. It's very, very strange. And like I said, there's not a lot out there on this, but there is this idea. The Simpsons kind of joked about this. I don't know if you remember the episode where Homer got a hair transplant from Snake and then started committing a bunch of crimes because the hair wanted to. So they've done this. But you've probably seen where this is going. Could the pig's memories end up in this dude? Is that possible? I think we probably should keep an eye on him, right? Like if he if all of a sudden this this recipient of this pig's heart wants to start cooling off in the mud or dig around for truffles, I, maybe pig hearts aren't the way to go. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I heard this really surprising stat this week, and I wanted to share it with you because I figure like me, you know, over the events of the past 2 years, you you may have asked yourself why does it seem like our healthcare system is so fragile? You're like, why, why does it seem like we're always just a, a slight uptick away from capacity issues and canceled surgeries and that sort of thing? So here's the stat. Canada ranks 95th in the world for hospital beds per 1,000 people. 95th. It's like basically at the bottom of developed countries. But we're 11th in per capita healthcare spending in the world. And that seems like a big discrepancy. And the problem is compounded here in Alberta, where we have the second highest healthcare expenditure per capita out of the provinces, but the youngest median age. And those two things don't add up because generally people will access the healthcare system more as they get older. So where does all the money go? And I'm asking this legitimately. I'm not a hospital administrator. I, I really don't know. Like, is it just being spent that inefficiently? And I want to be absolutely clear, this is not a shot at the people working in healthcare. Like any interaction that I've ever had with our healthcare system, I have encountered nothing but total professionals, pros, like world-class people. And people who've worked their asses off for the last two years. If, you, if you've ever worked anywhere that's been understaffed, it is super stressful. I worked at a hardware store that was understaffed, and it was stressful, let alone a hospital. But you know, we're, we're so proud of the system we have here in Canada and you'll hear Canadians throw it in the face of Americans any chance we get, right? Free, free, free health care here. But I think COVID, more than anything else in my lifetime, has exposed some of the shortcomings in our system. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. There's this clip going around online right now of a senior hockey game in Saskatchewan where a line brawl breaks out. The big hockey podcast, Spit and Chicklets, reposted it, so maybe you saw it. But they, there's gear everywhere. A, a goalie is fighting a skater. It's super greasy. I can I can send you the video if you want to see it. But my brother-in-law was one of the guys on the ice. In true dirty Sasky fashion, you know, <laughs> I know someone in this video of a senior hockey line brawl in Saskatchewan. He didn't my, I was talking to him last night. He actually didn't toss any punches cuz he said he ended up kind of paired up with a smaller dude who didn't want to fight, which is probably for the best cuz my brother-in-law is a fairly big tough dude and I don't think uh that would go well. I I wouldn't fight him. Senior hockey fights crack me up, though, man, because, like, the job of a scrapper in the NHL is a, is a tough one. I think that's a tough way to earn a living, right? You're going to work, and you know there's a good chance you're going to get punched in the head a few times by someone who does it for a living. And that's when you're getting paid handsomely to do it. Like, what's league minimum in the NHL? I think it's $750,000, so probably lots of people who would take a few to the, to the schmutz for three-quarters of a million bucks a year. But most of these senior hockey guys aren't getting paid at all. I think some of the better players might make a couple hundred bucks a game and get sticks and gas, that sort of thing. But they're all going to work on Monday morning. And that has to suck. Climbing into your vehicle Monday morning 
and you're all sore. You're 35 years old, and you're all sore from the line brawl at hockey on the weekend. I don't even know what started it all. I forgot to ask my brother-in-law. But it was Saskatchewan, so probably one guy said something about another guy's hot cousin. It was also the first guy's hot cousin, and away we go. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got this text from my brother yesterday that I wanted to read for you. He said, I've come to a controversial conclusion. I've decided I don't like nature shows. And I said, what? Because, like, Planet Earth, all the BBC documentaries, the David Attenborough shows, like, I love that stuff. I find it so fascinating. And he said, yeah, I don't really love seeing animals as close up as they film them with all their gross textures. If it's not that, then they're showing some monkeys frigging through the trees. And I can't say I ever wanted to see animals mating either. And I kind of know what he's saying. Like, some of the shots are real tight in those programs. Real tight. And when you're watching in 4K on a big TV, you see everything. You see way more than you would ever see in a in a zoo, you know. But I don't think I agree with him. Like, it's cool to see animals that close up. Like, I said, closer than you would ever get to see them. And... Like they, I think the the producers of these shows really do sanitize a lot of it, probably for the sake of of younger viewers. I'm thinking too. Like you know, they'll show a kill, and it'll be very quick and painless, and like then the animal's just dead. There's like a bite, and then the animal's dragging its prey away. And it's not like that at all in nature. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's not like that. My buddy, he has this video from a, a safari he was on, I think in Kenya, and there's a cheetah killing a wildebeest and the video is like seven minutes long like it goes on forever and it's brutal it's horrible to watch nature is so metal but they probably don't want to show that and i and i get that and i also i think i agree with him on the mating part of it like i've never i've never thought yeah i'm I'm glad they showed this part of it (laughs) you know and of course it's, it's part of life and if you're trying to show the full animal experience then maybe you want to show the mating as well but when you've got david attenborough in the trees like the northern pigtailed macaque is a prolific lover like damn man Give those little monkeys their privacy. Let them rinse. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I told you last week that I had gone for a massage at a new place, and we got about 15 minutes into the massage when a pipe burst in the wall and flooded the place and had to get dressed and tiptoed through the water and uh, end the session there. Well, it was I mean, up until that point, it was such a good massage that I was like, well, I'll definitely be back. I will, I'll reschedule as soon as you get this all figured out. So rescheduled for this week. I'm going today. My wife, McKenna, went yesterday, and uh, she, she was talking to the massage therapist, and he kept saying, your husband is such a big man, big body. And she's like, he should, he said, he should definitely book 90 minutes because there's just a lot to work on there. And I take that as a compliment. You know, I'm in the gym all the time, kind of trying to get bigger, but not everybody would. Not everybody would be like, thank you. Thank you for saying that I'm so big you need 90 minutes to work on me. Like, yeah, this is a 90-minute job right here. I simply can't massage that that much body. I would go broke. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My wife McKenna is in studio here. Um, she's coming to record a few things for tomorrow's show. How was the massage? It, it seriously was the best thing. It was so good. I knew best you were going to love I've it. Because the guy is super strong. And I know you always complain that like people aren't quite... They never go as hard as you want them to. No, even when you keep saying, like, go harder, go harder. But he like he started off right off the bat. Like I was like, this is going to be a great massage. See, and I'm, I'm a bit softer than you, I think. Because when he started on me, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to last for the full 90 minutes. But <laughs> What I was saying when he did my calves, like, I had to, like, meditate 
to try and be like, <laughs> don't laugh or like shoot in pain. But like, it was like a hurt good. Like it's. It's like when they get that spot, you start yes. flopping around. You're like, I don't know how long I can. Did I he can mention anything? Here. Like I'm just talking there about how he said I had a big body. He's got a big. He's got a good body. He's got a six-five measure. He's got good girth. He's got a good-looking body. He's got a body. It's a real body. It's not a. He's not. He's got no flab on him. He's a, he's a real good-looking guy. That's what you want. Did he mention anything about the pipe bursting? Did he acknowledge that? No, he didn't say anything. I just like walked in. I was like, oh, looks like you got it all dried up in here. He's like, yeah, it's all good to go. And there wasn't any smell or anything. He didn't so. mention how hilarious it was. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. If you have Instagram, when you last logged in, did they ask if you wanted to add your birthday? Because they did for me. I opened up and there was this message at the top that said they wanted to they wanted to know if I wanted to add my birthday to protect younger people and to, quote, personalize your experience. Now, the protect younger people thing makes some sense, doesn't it? Like, I, I don't even know like what that would look like, but... I could see how knowing the ages of their users would be beneficial. Like maybe even if an adult is trying to message a younger user or something and flags the message, that could be a good tool. But the the personalize your experience part didn't make as much sense to me. Like, what is what does that mean? I don't think they're gonna celebrate your birthday with you, right? That was like, hey there, birthday boy. I got you something. Aw, it's a bunch of pictures of huge poopers. Thanks, Instagram. No, it's not gonna be like that. They're probably going to send you ads based on your age, right? That's why they want to know. They want to know how old you are so they can show you what other people your age are buying. They want to know how old you are. Say, oh, you're 30 now? Here's a selection of air fryers for sale. BNS in 20 minutes or less. We haven't talked about this yet today, and it was probably the biggest story in the country yesterday. But uh, did you hear at the end of last week, the federal health minister, Jean-Yves Duclos, uh, saying he was talking about mandating the vaccine itself. And said the provinces need to start looking at fines for anyone unvaccinated. And that's not like we're not talking about just simply denying unvaccinated people access to certain places. This means like punishment for not having the vaccine in general. Like you could be sitting at home unvaccinated and you'll be fined. And Quebec announced yesterday that they're going to do this. They are going to be the first province to bring in a mandatory vaccine. They're calling it a, quote, healthcare contribution so kind of like an extra tax. And uh, I honestly can't believe that we have, we've come to this point. And I'll probably also be surprised at the number of people who support it. And I feel like the people who, who would support this, who would support a mandatory vaccine with fines for anyone who doesn't comply, which is a group that I certainly don't consider myself amongst. And I feel like those people don't realize that they're kind of indirectly arguing in favor of what they have in private healthcare systems like the American one, where you pay more for insurance because of your risks. We were talking about the healthcare system earlier on the show. Like, if you want the unvaccinated to pay more for being unvaccinated, if you want to limit their access to healthcare if they don't pay or don't get vaccinated, great. That exists. It's called a private healthcare system. And how unCanadian of you to suggest it. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Last week on the show, Shauna was talking about Canadian ASMR, sounds that are really pleasing that you'd probably have to be Canadian to understand. And she mentioned the squeaky snow when it gets really, really cold when you walk in it, which I guess some people don't like because it sounds too much like styrofoam. And I said, 
yesterday that I think the opposite of that might be, and you've probably experienced it the last couple of days if you drive, is the sound of your windshield getting peppered with gravel because there's so cities laid down so so much abrasives to try to give us some traction, and now that it's all melted, like it is the heart of rock chip season right now, and that sound, oh, that the sound of taking several rock chips at once is just awful. Wouldn't wish that on anyone. But I thought of another one. I thought of another really bad one. Skates on concrete. You ever seen someone who didn't realize that skates are only meant to touch two materials, rubber and ice, and they'll like put on their skates at the rink and they'll go walking across the concrete to get to the ice? It's horrible. It's horrible. I was like, I wonder if there, if anyone else has thought of this and, and made a video of it. I found a video of two guys trying to skate on like an, on the concrete of an outdoor rink in the summer, and I don't know why, but here's here's what that sounds like. Oh, my God, that's awful. Now, in fairness to the person who usually does this, like this, like I said, they're probably new to skating, and they don't realize that you need skate guards, that you can't walk on concrete, and you can usually tell because like, they're missing the top couple eyelets of their skates done up, and their ankles are all floppy, but like, it's so it's so tough. It's so painful as a Canadian to see that. Like when you see someone teetering across the concrete on their blades, you're like, oh, no, what are you doing? You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.